Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. I will be looking at my side monitor, trying to confirm that the uh, the live stream is in fact working until I see myself. Um, but hey, if you can hear me, welcome to the day one of four days in a row of live streams dedicated to jumpstarting your Merch by Amazon sales in 2022. We are going to aim to do just that. My name is Ryan Hogue. I'm going to be hosting the live stream series. So thank you for joining me. I know your time is valuable, so I'm going to try to be respectful of that. Uh, And while we wait for people to trickle in, why don't you do me a favor? Drop a like if you're on uh, YouTube or Facebook. Let me know in the comments, like what tier are you in? I would love to know what Amazon merch tier are you in? Uh, That way, you know, I can kind of speak to um, kind of strategies. Well, I mean, we'll probably aim to do mainly tier 10, but that's at least to start, right? Today, especially day one of the live streams, it's going to be a lot of high level information that I think is extremely valuable. You know, I've been on Amazon merch since 2017, uh, early on, I applied actually for my account in 2016, never heard back, (laughs) funny story, Uh, kind of forgot about it, because back then I didn't really know what merch was, didn't know what a great opportunity it was, honestly, and uh, ended up, it, it came back across my radar, I think it was like on Reddit or something, I was in a Reddit community, people helping each other make money online, and I was like, oh yeah, that thing, I should reapply, so I went back, applied, and I think within like two months, uh, I was accepted, fortunately. All right, awesome. I'm seeing some comments roll in. So it looks like the mic, my mic is working. You know, I upgraded my mic last year and I love this new mic. It's awesome. Uh, it's uh, Electro Voice. It's expensive, but it's worth it. But whenever we lose power, it uh, I have it like plugged into a, um, I forget what it's called, like an amp or something. And like, I have to hit a button every time we lose power. So this morning I woke up and like, it wasn't working <laughs> naturally because we lost power last night because we've got I got a window next to me and it is just like covered in snow. So let me know if you guys had any snow where you live. I'm in, uh, I'm in Virginia. Cool, man. We got a good group of people in here. Thank you everybody for commenting. We got tier 500, tier 100, 500, tier 8,000, tier 1,000, tier 100. The Venice is just starting tier 10, tier 100, tier 10, tier 4,000. <laughs> tier 25 for 5,000 years. Uh, we've all been there. We have all been there. Hopefully you haven't gotten like skipped on some tier ups. They, they do that. I don't know why they do it. I don't think it's intentional, but I've seen it happen where people should have been tiered up and then they weren't. Uh, and by the way, if, you, if you're tier 10 and maybe you just got into merch by Amazon and you're just joining, uh, thank you for, for joining today. We're going to kind of like step back and cover what it means to be tiered up and what the tiers are, et cetera. We're going to talk briefly about that today. Uh, we do have, you know, a wide spectrum of uh, merch sellers in attendance. So I don't want to spend forever on the, the, you know, the intro basic stuff, but we also need to cover it, you know, so that everybody's on the same page. Tier 500, tier 6,000, tier 10 from Pittsburgh, tier 8,000. What's up, Carl? Tier 2,000, tier 500, tier 2,000. Cool. Yeah, tier 2,000, tier 10,000. All right, I think that's the highest tier we've seen. So shout out to Jason. Uh, tier 10 with nine cells, sales. Good job. So you should be tiered up. Tier 4,000, tier 10. Uh, can I translate the video? So it is going to be on um, YouTube as well. And YouTube does auto translation. So I hope that that's good enough. Um, I'm not really sure how else to get it done. Tier 100, breeze through low tiers. Love that. Tier 10, two accounts. Cool, cool. Tier 500 in Atlanta. Snow didn't stick. Man, I was out yesterday for a baby shower and we were driving around in the snow and that was crazy. Um, (laughs) And then we went and watched football afterwards, which wasn't the best idea because it was just turning into ice at that point, but we made it back safe. Uh, Tier 4,000, tier 1,000, tier 10, tier 4,000, tier 30. Does that exist? (laughs) Uh, Tier 10, tier 4,000, snowstorm in Canada. Well, stay safe. Uh, 10, 10, 30,000, tier 30,000. All right, that's a new record then. Oh, someone's here from tier 200,000. So shout out to Octagons. Uh, I am also in tier 200,000. So that's awesome. All right. And um, we're going to get, we're going to get started, I think. So uh, 
thank you for sharing your tiers, guys. We got 20,500 tier 10, tier 10, tier 500. So a good, a good range. Uh, looks like the majority of people between tier 10 and I would say tier 20,000 on the high end uh, with, you know, some exceptions there. But guys, thank you for joining me. This is awesome. I'm excited. Uh, let me go ahead and share my screen real quick. There we go. I, you know, I pay a lot for this webinar software. I don't know what to call it. Uh, <laughs> live stream software. And I just don't use it that often. So I'm still practicing, trying to get good at, uh, you know, I, I think it looks cool when I can like click and show a comment on screen. It looks professional, but there's definitely more you can do with this software. I'm still getting used to it. Uh, but anyways, yes, guys, thank you for being here. It's a four day webinar. Today is day one. And I'm going to go over the curriculum in a second of what I'm planning on talking about over the next four days. My goal is to keep this maximum one hour, uh, if not, you know, less than an hour, because I want to be respectful of everybody's time. Also, um, just a quick suggestion, like there's no shame in working and like while I'm talking and kind of listening to me in the background, like I'm a multitasker at heart. Uh, I, like that's really how I get so much done. Honestly, is I'm constantly working on two things at once. So, Hey, if you guys want to do some, some research, some uploads while I'm talking and just kind of put, put the headphones in and listen, no problem at all whatsoever. All right. I see some more people from Facebook commenting. Tier 2000 from Algeria. Hello from Thailand. That's awesome. We got a global audience. Hopefully this time worked well for everybody. Um, it's kind of tough picking a time of day. Okay, so let's get started. I'm going to introduce myself really quickly. If anybody um, doesn't know who I am, my name is Ryan Hogue. I am a seven-figure print-on-demand seller, seven-figure Amazon FBA seller. Uh, my Amazon, or I guess I should say my e-commerce journey really started in late 2016, early 2017. Uh, so, you know, achieving big numbers that sound cool over the span of five years, it's not, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Everybody will get there at some point. And the time it takes you to hit big numbers that sound cool um, definitely varies from person to person. But, you know, I do Amazon FBA. I do print on demand, like Amazon Merch is print on demand. They're very complimentary. Uh, so I would, you know, invite you guys to explore like complimentary ways of making money. Like if you're good at one, you'll probably be good at the other. Like Merch by Amazon and Amazon FBA are very complimentary. Um, we're going to talk a lot about Merch by Amazon uh, today. So greetings from Argentina. Sebastian says that's what he's doing. He's going to upload and listen. Love it. Um, by the way, if you don't have more than one like computer monitor, I would recommend like, you know, consider checking that out. I have three and then I got a TV above and it works really well for me. You know, you got to do what works for you. But I found that like at least three monitors for me works really well. Um, a little bit more background on me. And I know you didn't come to hear about me, but might as well. Yeah, we're going to spend four days together get, get uh, familiar with each other. <laughs> so I've been on Merch by Amazon since like early 2017, tier 200,000. Um, I am slash was an adjunct professor at a local university where I taught web development for seven and a half years. Actually no longer doing that. Uh, that my last semester I just wrapped up. So no longer uh, teaching web development, but you know, it was a good run while it lasted. I kind of stepped away because uh, they wanted me to go back to campus. And honestly, I was too spoiled from teaching online ever since COVID happened. <laughs> I used to go, go to campus two nights a week and teach three classes per semester. And now I'm just kind of like, yeah, I, I love teaching online. I didn't feel like driving all the way to campus anymore. So it is what it is, but it was a good run. Uh, it's, I worked as a senior front end web developer. So I have a tech background and, uh, you know, I did work on my Merch by Amazon business while I was at my nine to five job. I'm not telling you what to do while you're at your nine to five job, but it's like, you know, if you work at a computer and you can do it without getting in trouble, you know, figure out what works for you. That worked for me. Uh, it helped me scale up my side businesses and ultimately quit that job, you know, um, without sacrificing quality of work. And I'm a Chihuahua lover. We took this picture on uh, two two days ago. We were driving our micro Chihuahua Pablo to the uh, to Wendy's to get him a little hamburger. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I don't know. That's what me and my girlfriend like. Some days we have nothing going on, and we're like, "Hey, let's take Pablo to get fast food." So that's where that picture behind me uh, came from. <laughs> All right, and I wanted to clear up really quickly. I'm in no way affiliated with Merch by Amazon. I don't work for them. I don't know anybody that works for them. So it would be awesome if I had a contact there, uh, but I don't. So the views expressed on this webinar are my own. And uh, again, thank you for joining me. So I have sold just over 36,000 sales on Merch by, or made 36,000 sales on Merch by Amazon since I began. As you can see here, the majority for me come from the US market, which I would expect for most people, um, not that you can't really succeed and crush it on other markets, but uh, the U.S. market is the largest Amazon market. 
And I'm a native English speaker. So for me to go and like sell in any of the international markets where English is not the primary language would be a little bit tough for me, just generally speaking, uh, I, you know, so I stick to what works for me. But, you know, if you have an edge where you speak uh, Italian, you know, and you want to go hit the Italian market hard, you know, that is an edge. You're going to compete with a lot less sellers uh, based in the U.S., for instance. So something worth considering. But I just wanted to be transparent about, you know, my success on the platform thus far. By the way. I am able to show you these figures because I use a Chrome extension called Pretty Merch. Uh, you guys are probably familiar with it. I know that this is, uh, they were really the ones promoting this webinar and they invited me to host it uh, and I happily accepted. So shout out to Pretty Merch. Anybody that's on Merch by Amazon that isn't using Pretty Merch, the first thing I always recommend doing is go and grab the free Chrome extension. I can't think of a single reason not to use it. There's over 40,000 users with an average five-star rating um, for a good reason. <laughs> it, tur it turns that ugly standard Merch by Amazon dashboard into a pretty dashboard full of useful information that you wouldn't otherwise uh, be able to see. So I'm sure most of you guys are familiar with it, but had to give them a shout out right up front because it truly is like it's just an awesome Chrome extension, uh, you know, and me working as a front end web developer, when I first found out about pretty merch, I was kicking myself for not making pretty merch. Cause this is like right up my wheelhouse <laughs> anyways. Um, shout out to, to pretty merch. So as I mentioned, guys, we are here. We're, we want to increase our sales regardless of if you're in tier 10, tier 25, tier 100, tier 1000, tier 200,000. We all have a common goal on this webinar. We want to increase our sales. So that is our focus. The, this four day span, we're basically, that's what we're aiming to do. But I also want to just be extremely transparent upfront that there is no silver bullet at the end of this webinar or the end of the week. I'm not going to say, Hey, if you spend this much money, you'll be successful. No, I'm not going to do that because it's not how it works. There's no silver bullet. What we're going to do is we're going to try to focus on, well, we're going to try to establish a solid foundation to build on and have an understanding of the rules that we need to play. You know, I, I think of it as like almost like the Merch by Amazon playground. Uh, and the, the people that actually work on the Merch by Amazon team, they kind of determine those rules. And when they extend us the ability to sell on Merch by Amazon, we need to be familiar with them and respect them. If we don't respect the rules, we can get in trouble and uh, lose the privilege of selling on Merch by Amazon. So we're going to cover the, a little bit of the rules today and elaborate on that. You know, today is probably of the four days. I know it's day one. This is probably where I should try to hook you with something really good. But today, I think, is where we build the foundation. And then day two, day three, day four, I really want to focus on, like, the actionable uh, advice of, like, what what's really going to generate those sales. But today, I really want to focus on, like, what I would consider to be like kind of the foundation, best practices, et cetera, really keeping us out of trouble too. So, okay. Also my power just cycled off really quickly and then came back on. Thank God. If it disconnects me, uh, just give me like five minutes. We do have a generator and I'll probably be back, but that was scary. So if I lose power, give me like five because it just happened and then came back really quickly. So, all right. Hopefully you can still hear me. Let me know if you can't hear me in the chat. I got the chat over here because I do have this issue with my mic where if it power cycles, it like doesn't work. All right, no silver bullets. Curriculum, here's the plan, guys. Day one, high level, need to know, build the foundation. Then day two, day three, day four, we're really gonna focus. All right, thank you. You can still hear me, thank you. Uh, day two, day three, day four, we're gonna split it. There's gonna be some crossover, but it's gonna be day two, focus heavily on research. Day three, design. Day four, upload. OK, because to me, those are the biggest like pillars of being successful as a Merch by Amazon seller. Like before we worry about uploading, we need to have a design to upload. Before we worry about making that design, we need to research what niche to sell in. Right. So it's kind of a, a little hierarchy. But before we worry about researching what niche to sell in, I think we need like the foundation of the Merch by Amazon ecosystem so that we avoid getting in trouble. That's at least in my mind what made sense, so. All right. Oh yeah, day five. <laughs> day five, guys. Uh, I had to just kind of throw it out there. Sorry to rub it in, but day five on Friday, I will be gone. I'm going on vacation to the Dominican Republic and I cannot wait because it's snowy. I'm looking out the window. I wish I could show you, but it's snowy, it's cold. 
I want out of here. I want to go to warmer weather. All right. And that's where I'll be. Unless it snows again and then the plane gets delayed or something. <laughs> Knock on wood, right? All right. Merch 101. Sometimes I call merch by Amazon. I just call it merch for short. All right. And that's today's theme. The 101, the need to know, the basics. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about is applying. And we're not going to spend long here because I think everybody watching this already has an account. But it's worth mentioning that like, it, unlike Amazon KDP, where you can sell books on Amazon, print on demand books, uh, with Amazon KDP, you can just like go register and sign up and you're in there right away. With Merch by Amazon, as I'm assuming 99% of the people watching, uh, <laughs> the 99% of the people watching know you need to request an invite. It, the button used to say request an invite. Now it just says sign up, which is a little bit misleading because uh, when it says sign up, it kind of implies that you will you'll just sign up and then you're in. Of course, as we know, there's an approval process. And unfortunately, not everybody that applies gets approved. Now, this is where me saying earlier, I don't work for Merch by Amazon. So I actually have no clue how they determine who to accept and who to reject. I do know that some people that apply multiple times are able to eventually get in. The record that I've heard somebody say was 13 applications. And they said they got in on the 13th try. Okay, so I just wanted to share that with anybody watching. I heard that 13 times is the charm for some people. Uh, all right, so the other thing that I wanted to mention is that when we sell through Merch by Amazon, guys, the product listings that we create on Amazon's catalog, they are Amazon's listings. Now, like, let me elaborate really quickly. When I say they're Amazon's listings, they are actually like sold by Amazon on the uh, catalog, like on what the customer sees on the front end, they see sold by Amazon. They don't see sold by you, sold by me. They see sold by Amazon. That means what it sounds like. It's Amazon's listing. I, I, when you sell through Seller Central, which is how you would do like Amazon FBA or FBM, you know, that's the primary way that people sell on Amazon is through Seller Central, where you get the full suite of tools and listing attributes and you can control your images and do a bunch of extra stuff. When you do that, it's more or less your listing. And if you see something like oh, those products sold by Amazon, it's like actually sold by Amazon, um, typically an Amazon brand. Merch by Amazon listings, even though we may be able to log into our portal and edit them, change keywords, and we get paid when they sell, it's still Amazon's listing, not ours. That's why I think of the Merch by Amazon program and ecosystem as almost like a privilege to participate in uh, because we don't, you know, we don't own the listings, they do. And they kind of, you know, we're, we're at their mercy more or less. I know that's a weird way of putting it, but like we do need to understand and adhere to the rules that they set for us. And, you know, there's a lot of money to be made. So I think it's good to to kind of just be cognizant of the fact that we exist kind of in their world, in their playground, and on the front end to the end users, the customers, they see this as sold by Amazon. They have no clue that behind the scenes, like me and you are getting paid or that me and you design them. All right. Uh, having my best month of the year. Oh, LOL. That's a funny one. Got it. I was looking, I glanced over at the chat and MRMRF said having the best month of the year. I think we all are having our best month of the year so far, but good one. <laughs> all right. I want to briefly touch on the tier system. This is one of my favorite aspects of Merch by Amazon. When you are accepted into the Merch by Amazon program, we all start in tier 10. Tier 10 means we can sell as many as 10 unique designs at one time. When we upload our 10th design, we cannot upload an 11th design until Merch by Amazon does what we call a tier up. When they tier us up, They'll go from tier 10 to tier 25, tier 25 to tier 100, 100 to 500. Now, at some point, it gets a little bit dicey because I know some people go from like tier 2,000 to 4,000 to 10,000 to 20,000. Other people go 4,000, 6,000, 8,000, 10,000. It's changed over time. It is not concrete. Uh, so I just want to be, you know, open about that, that I've seen it change over time. So I can't guarantee you exactly how it's going to end up working for you. I know for me, I went from 20,000 to 100,000 to 200,000, but I know people that have gone to tiers in between there. 
So just wanted to share that with you. But I love the tier system, guys. The tier system, it's almost like they gamified business. Like, I'll speak for myself. I grew up playing computer games, video games, you know, all the time. Let's be real. I was playing all the time. I love me some specifically computer games. That's why I love being on my, my computer here. When you gamify business, it's got real life consequences. In this case, all the consequences are positive, right? If you gamify starting your business and running your business and scaling it like Merch by Amazon helps you do, you know, the, the end result is you're making real world, real life money that you can do whatever you want with. For instance, go to the Dominican Republic on the weekend, you know, because it's freezing where you live. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. So the tier system I'm a big fan of now, it definitely kind of inhibits you from making a ton of money right away because there's definitely a correlation between, yeah, hey, I love that, Matthias. Thank you. Leave a like on the video. I do appreciate it on Facebook, on YouTube. Thank you guys so much. By the way, before anybody asks, there will be a replay. So if you guys need to jump off because you're on your lunch break, I'll email you a link to the uh, replay afterwards, okay? There is a correlation though between your tier and how much money you make. This is not to say that you can't be in tier 10 and have a product listing do really well and make you a bunch of money. So I actually got my mom into Merch by Amazon and was helping her with her account. And when she was in tier 10, uh, we had this Halloween design do really well. And she made uh, enough sales to basically get her straight from tier 10 into tier 100. I think it was like enough to get into tier 500 because she made over 100 sales. Yeah. So she made over 100 sales. She was eligible for tier 500 straight from tier 10. They, they won't skip you, by the way. So you won't go from you won't go from 10 to, to 500. You'll go 10 to 25, 25 to 100, 100 to 500. All right. Uh, but anyway, so you can get lucky. Like it's, you can't, it's not that you can't have a bestseller because you're in a low tier. It's more or less that, you know, basic math, right? <laughs> the more we throw at the wall, the higher the likelihood something's going to stick. Uh, our end goal with each upload is we want them to rank on high value keywords, which when I say that, what I mean is we want them to, when I say rank, I want them to show up near the top of search results when a customer searches for the keywords associated with that niche. For instance, Valentine's Day is coming up. If I could choose right now a niche that I would really like to be positioned in, I would love if Amazon would rank one of my Valentine's Day shirts number one organically when people search for funny Valentine's Day shirt. Now, it's not as simple as asking them to do that, right? Uh, ultimately, the Amazon algorithm, it, it reinforces itself based on uh, based on what the customers like. So when customers search that and they click something, that signals to the algorithm, hey, they searched these keywords and they clicked this listing. So this listing must be relevant. Okay, that increase, increased the click-through rate. The next thing is, did they buy the listing? If they bought it, hey, that increases the conversion rate. That's like as strong of a signal you can send to the algorithm that that listing should rank when those keywords are searched. And don't worry, we'll talk more about how the algorithm works and what we can do to increase our likelihood of, of getting as much organic exposure later on. You know, this is probably not the, the day the day to talk as much about that. But ultimately, we want to be successful on merch because when we are successful, when we make sales, that's how we reach the higher tiers. So generally speaking, uh, in tier 10, you're going to need somewhere between, you know, I've seen people get tiered up with four sales. So you probably need in the range of four to eight sales to be eligible to be tiered up to tier 25. So they factor in your sales, they factor in your uploads. In generally speaking, I keep saying generally speaking, cause it's not concrete guys. And again, I don't work for Merch by Amazon, so I can't see the actual code and the algorithm that, that determines this. But generally speaking, you need somewhere in the range of like 60 to 80% sales as a function of your tier. So if you're in tier 10, I would say six to eight sales will probably make you eligible for tier 25, but also they like it when you max out your upload slots. So if you're in tier 10, six to eight sales and six to eight uploads, of course, it's easy to hit 10 uploads, but gen just so you know, that would probably make you eligible for 25. Same thing that applies for 25, six, well, it would be 60 to 80% of 25. So whatever that is, 25 times 0 0.8, um, let's see. 
it'll be something like something like 18 to 20 sales and 18 to 20 uploads to be eligible for tier 100. Okay. So you guys get the gist of that. And as long as, do you think they factor in returns? Uh, I'm not sure if they factor in returns. Like I've heard people speculate, but I've never had that much of an issue with returns. Like I only hit, have a lot of returns when everybody else does, you know, early January after Christmas, right? Um, maybe after Halloween too. Sometimes people do what I call rent t-shirts for Halloween. And then on November 1st, you're getting a bunch of returns, right? Uh, so returns may be a factor, but I'm not as sure. Um, anyways, so that's really the tier system, guys. And we'll move on from the tier system. But I did want to cover that because there's typically a decent number of questions about how it works. The last thing I wanted to mention, guys, the tier the tier ups tend to happen in waves where it happens all at once for everybody. So if you got tiered up, let's say tomorrow, chances are a bunch of other people got tiered up tomorrow as well that were eligible. And unfortunately, there's also a weird thing where sometimes people that are eligible for a tier up don't get tiered up. My girlfriend, she was in tier 500 and she missed four tier ups before they finally tiered her up, even though she had more than 500 sales and she had her uploads. Actually, I don't know if she had more than 500 sales, but she definitely had um, enough sales to get tiered up. And yeah, it must've been more than 500. I know she was eligible and she had her upload slots maxed out. So anyways, she's in tier 1000 now. So she finally got, got lucky. Yeah. Um, Maddie says, got nine sales, haven't been tiered up. Just ignore that. Keep switching what hasn't sold. Yes, I think that's great advice, by the way. So if you have maxed out your upload slots guys and you've got designs submitted products submitted that haven't sold don't hesitate to delete one of those products and replace it with something better by the way this is an another reason why if you uh use pretty merch and you upgrade to pretty merch pro you get access to the product tab which i'll show you guys um in more depth of how i use that later on but Essentially, it helps you identify what products you can delete and not really worry about missing. Like I wouldn't delete products that have made sales, but if, if you need to make room for something new, don't hesitate to delete products that haven't sold and replace them with designs in, you know, whatever's trending right now. Especially if you're in the low tiers, you do want to focus on being in those trends that are selling really well right now. All right, so we know higher tier, generally speaking, more money. Our goal, if you're in the low tiers, is to tier up really until you are struggling to fill your upload slots. Like I'm in tier 200,000. It's it's hard to fill up uh, 200,000 upload slots. Like who knows if I'll ever get there? Because after uh, 365 days of no sales, Amazon Merch will automatically delete your product listing. Okay, so if you go a full year with no sales, they will delete it for you. But that's why I was kind of saying, if you maxed out your upload slots and you're working on new good designs in new trends, don't hesitate to delete something old for something new, as long as whatever the old one was hasn't sold. Because if it's sold, it's going to sit on Amazon's catalog forever, hopefully make you continued sales and more money. So that's a no brainer. You want to keep that one up there. And one last quick tip, guys. I do really want to mention this mindset hack. This is what has always fueled my brain personally. Uh, so I think in terms of dollars per day, at least, you know, I really used to, like when I was working a nine to five and then teaching two nights a week afterwards on campus, as you would imagine, like I was stretched pretty thin. Like that's, that's not an easy way to, um, to live, you know? And I mean, it was fine. Like I always say, learn to love it. Like I learned to love it and it was fulfilling work. Uh, but what really fueled me to scale up a Merch by Amazon account, in addition to doing those two jobs, was even when it was slow, you know, and my numbers weren't impressive and nobody cared when I would tell them that I made a sale. Like, even if you make $5 a day, think, it in, uh, think of it in terms of dollars per day. So I never looked and said, oh, I made one sale and made $5. What I would do is I would go to my calculator and say five times 365. Oh, that's $1,825. You know, that's enough to go on vacation, right? Like that, that's not anything to scoff at, but it's the same thing, right? Like I could tell my friends who, who don't sell on merch, Hey, I made $5 today. They'd say, cool, dude, I don't care. You know, but if I say, Hey, I made $1,800 this year, they'd say, I want that. What's the difference? They're the same thing. It's just mindset. So just wanted to share that guys.
Uh, Zach asked, uh, it takes, I heard it takes three days to show up and search results. What are your thoughts? Uh, I've not seen that. I, I, I don't really look though right after I upload. So I'm not able to really confirm generally speaking, like when it goes live and has a clickable link, that's means it's in the catalog. So uh, it should most likely, um, most likely work, work right away. One way to confirm that too, is to do an ASIN search, but we're going to do a Q and a at the end. So let me kind of speed up and get to the main things I wanted to talk about today before we do get to that Q&A section. Uh, so save your questions. It's hard for me to scroll back. So just kind of hold on to them and we'll do a Q&A. All right, let me just go through the content policy really quickly, guys. This is what I really wanted to make sure we hammered home today because moving into how we're going to make all these extra sales and make all this extra money, I just want to make sure that we keep our accounts safe and understand the content policy first. And it's a new year. I love giving myself personally a refresher every single year. Also, it's worth mentioning that like the merch team can change the content policy whenever they want. So they, they generally tell us when it changes. So why don't we just go in and read the content policy uh, really quickly. And I've got that queued up right here. If anybody's curious how I just got here, uh, you can find the content policy and other things by logging into your merch by Amazon account. In the top right corner, in the blue navigation bar, there's a uh, section called resources. So you can click resources and find this. So <clears throat> here we go. We're just going to kind of read through this and I will elaborate on it as we go. Um, if you sprinkle in a question as we go that I can answer quickly, I will. But otherwise, we'll, we'll save time for a Q&A at the end as well. Okay. So content policies. Whoops, didn't mean to play the video. All designs submitted through the Merch by Amazon program must adhere to their content policies. To help you get started, please watch the video, additional information below. All right. So they they actually, guys, they simplified the content policy quite a bit. I think it was last year. It might have been the year before. So that's why we were able to read through this and hopefully it won't be too dry. Okay. <clears throat> we do not allow the following content. They do not allow, not me. This is This list is not exhaustive and the content policies may change over time. Merch reserves the right to determine the appropriateness of listings on its site and may remove any listing at any time. If you supply content in violation of these content policies, we may take corrective actions such as immediately suspending or terminating content creator privileges. So they, they actually call it privileges, by the way. I was calling it a privilege earlier, but they actually call it that. Uh, so terminating content creator privileges, removing listings, terminating the business relationship, or permanently withholding payments. Okay. And that would suck, right? Because that, that literally means what it sounds like. They are going to withhold money from us. All right. All right. So one, illegal or infringing content. So we cannot submit content that does not comply with federal, state, or local laws in geographies in which your listings are available. They said that because as they enabled more international marketplaces, uh, what used to be more of a US specific uh, content policy, then they had to expand to, you know, U.S. plus U.K., Germany, France, Italy, Spain, Japan. Uh, okay, we cannot submit content incorporating intellectual property such as trademarks, copyrights, or the name or likeness of others that you do not have the right to use. So every Sunday, I do a video called Top 5 Niches of the Week. I try to suggest trending niches that are selling really well on Amazon right now. But at the very end of that video, I do a section called removed designs and there's actually a research tool and we'll talk about it another day where you can see the removed designs and you know what i see often in the removed designs i see a lot of trademark violation uh it's hard to know copyright violation because that just kind of implies like you just probably stole somebody's design which of course is going to get you in trouble but you know what i've been seeing a lot of late lately infringing on the name or likeness of others i've been seeing people like uploading nfl players <laughs> and nba players and it's just like guys What's the point of getting access to a Merch by Amazon account if you're going to do that? You know that's going to get you kicked off. And that's the type of infringement that they're literally just going to ban you. And you're, you're going to log in one day and it's going to say, you cannot access this page. You've been banned. You know what I mean? Um, so to an extent, it's like, hey, use common sense, right? That, that's obvious. Don't make fake NFL jerseys and fake NBA jerseys on T-shirts and think you're going to get away with it. The trademark stuff, we need to be a little bit more... Uh, like you just need to basically add an extra step to your research and validation um, approach and make sure you check the USPTO database 
All right, and of course they don't really link to tmsearch.uspto.gov. There we go. So this is something that you should bookmark, all right? And when I send an email out with the replay, I'll send a link to this. Um, it's worth noting though, guys, each marketplace has their own trademark database to check because when you file a trademark, it's not like a global international trademark. It's for that jurisdiction. So in the United States, you go to the USPTO, US Patent and Trademark Office, and that's where you would have your trademark protected. You can file trademarks elsewhere, but um, if you want to file a trademark where you know nobody can say the, the name Ryan on a t-shirt, well, you're going to have to try to do that in the United States to start if that's where you want to protect it and you know elsewhere um, if you want to expand it to other, other jurisdictions. Uh, Zach asked, given your experience as a software engineer and the experience you accumulated these years on Amazon, do you know how MBA's algorithm actually works? I'm assuming um, you mean like the uh, approval and rejection algorithm. And I have my theories. Um, it'd be tough to kind of get into right now, but I think, I think a lot of it is just kind of basic. You know, you can write an array of trigger words and every submission is kind of checked against that array of trigger words. Like, does it contain the word uh, glitter, right? They made the word glitter illegal. I don't know if they, let's see if they, yeah. So let's keep reading this. I don't think they actually mentioned that here in the content policy. Um, that's why they said though up here that, this list is not exhaustive. Um, generally speaking, like I think it's it's a lot of just tr specific trigger words, and they're constantly changing that list, that array of trigger words. Like, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to spend too long talking about it, but yeah, you may have gotten away uploading something before that is no longer okay. When I upload lists of like shirts related to people's names, you know, like the name Aaliyah. I think I used to be able to upload the name Aaliyah. There used to be a, a rapper named Aaliyah. And uh, rest in peace, you know, she she died a long time ago. But like, I think I used to be able to upload that that name. I wasn't infringing on her, but now it's like, I don't think I can upload that name. They just changed it, right? So stuff like that, it happens. All right, two, offensive or controversial content. This is one where we really got to pay attention really quickly. Content that promotes, incites, or glorifies hatred, violence, racial, sexual, or religious intolerance, or promotes organizations with such views. Of course, they leave it open-ended. So ultimately, this is like not a cut and black, uh, cut and dry, like black and white way of, of knowing what's OK and what's not. But I will actually give you a tip as soon as we, we finish this page. All right. I'm going to give you a tip that really helps me keep my account safe. Content that graphically portrays violence or victims of violence. Content depicting children or characters resembling children in a sexually suggestive manner. Youth sized products that contain adult content, profanity and or sexual references. <laughs> Guys, this is one bullet that is a very short sentence, but in the algorithm behind the scenes equates to quite a bit. If you check the youth checkbox, which means they will be able to purchase, you know, shirts for kids basically in those sizes, because that's not by default. Actually, I think it is technically defaulted, but um, is it is it defaulted? Um, I can't remember. Either way, if you're going to allow your shirt to be sold to children, there's an even stricter content policy that is going to be applied algorithmically right? Their algorithm, their array of trigger keywords is going to be expanded to include things like beer, right? Like the word beer, you're supposed to be 21 and older to drink beer. So if your shirt says beer on it, or your keywords say beer, and you check the youth checkbox, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get a rejection. That's just one example. But um, there's, you know, there's a wide array of additional keywords that you can no longer use when you check the youth checkbox, right? Content related to human tragedies and natural disasters. Content using profanity to attack a group or individual. Content that promotes illegal activity, sexually obscene content, and inflammatory content. Of course, this is also non-exhaustive. So they kept it pretty broad, pretty generic, and it's there's still more to it than just this. But what we're really trying to do here is just be aware that we need to think twice before we hit the submit button. And I'm going to give you a really good tip after we get to the end of this page. All right. Three, other content not allowed. Solicitation for customer reviews, content giving the impression sales or proceeds will be donated to other organizations for charity, content that references product, fulfillment, or delivery attributes, other content that might lead to a poor customer experience. Uh, and then this is where it kind of opens Pandora's box um, to, you know, you need to kind of be familiar with, does it actually say, okay, they don't want you submitting artwork with, with typos. They don't want to submit low resolution images. 
designs with blurred lines, unclean backgrounds, or watermarks. So if you do a crappy job stealing an image off Google, uh, Google images, <laughs> like that's going to get you in trouble. Or fully transparent artwork, which is the equivalent of selling just a T-shirt, right? Don't do that. Um, okay, here we go. We got we to get through this really quickly too. So additional keywords that I wanted to make sure we covered. They do not want to what, what they call create disappointing content for their customers. Okay, this is where we put in our keywords that our design is going to be glow in the dark. And then they get the shirt and it's not glow in the dark because Merch by Amazon can't make it glow in the dark. Okay, stuff like that. So they say, including but not limited to, we have to avoid metadata that does not relate to the image or is used to manipulate search results. So trying to get indexed on keywords that aren't related to your design. And, you know, I don't think their algorithm necessarily enforces that because I don't think the AI is intelligent enough to say this image is this, but those keywords are that and they're not the same. I don't think they actually kind of enforce that. I'm not telling you to try to game the system. I'm just saying I don't I don't think it's it's on that level yet. One day it probably will be. For instance, YouTube's algorithm can for sure do that. Content that implies the product contains a textured material, including, this is not exhaustive, but these are words you really should stay away from. Wood, metal, marble, sequin, glitter, leather, rubber, fuzzy, furry, glass, diamond, gem. All right, here's some additional words related to special effect printing. Neon, metallic, foil, rose gold, gold, sparkling, glow, glows in black light, glow in the dark. Okay. So there was a day where you could do all that. And then all of a sudden overnight, it was like no longer. Okay. So if you submit any of those words, you might be like, why did I get a rejection? It's not trademarked. It may be because you included one of those words. All right. And the emails that you get when you get rejected are not always the most specific. (laughs) They're not usually that specific. So uh, it can be hard to figure out what it was that got you rejected. So That's why we're getting familiar with this today. Content intending to direct customers to external services, including physical addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, websites, no-go. Content obscured and or illegal due to the design color matching the selected product color. Examples include blue text on a blue shirt, so don't do that. And designs where a single color is applied to a a product's full print area. Okay, yeah, so don't just sell like a block of color. Although one thing, this one... um, Selling like blue text on a blue shirt. I did actually do a funny one, a test the other, was it last year maybe? Or the year before? I think it was two years ago. Where it was like a gym shirt. And we put gray text on a gray shirt. And the whole point of it was, if you're like working out and you sweat a lot, the gray shirt turns kind of a darker gray. And then all of a sudden you can see the text, but you couldn't see the text if you hadn't like sweat through the shirt. And it worked. I I ordered two different ones and tested them. They both worked. Um, Anyways. Here we go. So what was the last thing I wanted to cover? Oh yeah, I want to show you this trick, all right? Uh, there is, so I built a tool on my website that I call the search merch tool. And uh, what it does is when you search on this tool, it will filter out non-merch by Amazon products, okay? And the reason I wanted to share this, and there's there's other tools that do this as well. Um, I'm trying to think of, there's a website that, is really good that does this it does a better job than mine does uh because they support all the international markets and all the product types but the whole point of this guys is to say um like what's an example of a term that like if i want to sell a shirt with specific keywords before i go and try to sell that shirt because we just read the content policy right but i kept coming back to the point that they said this list is non-exhaustive so even if we're very familiar with the content policy we may still get in trouble the way I recommend avoiding that is to search the keywords that you're unsure of in the search merch tool before you upload. So um, I'm trying to think like, I'm sure they're going at, what is something they're going to go after? Like, what is something like Game of Thrones, I guess, like Game of Thrones. I mean, this is low hanging fruit. We know that Game of Thrones is a uh, really popular TV show, but if I search this, it's going to exclude uh, non merch by Amazon products. And here we go. So we, then, then we evaluate the search results and we make our decision, like an informed decision of whether or not we're going to be safe to submit this product on those keywords based on what we see here. Now, normally it's like, if we see no results, it's safe to say that we're not going to be safe to submit. Okay. Like I'm, 
I'm trying to think of better keywords, but I can't think of any right now. It's escaping me. But like Game of Thrones, it's like, oh, wait a second, though. There's search results. So does that mean it's safe? But here's the thing. When we click, we're seeing an actual Game of Thrones brand, right? So this is actually Game of Thrones in partnership with Merch by Amazon, which would imply if we submit on these keywords, we're going to be rejected. So I, I wish that there was a better way. Like I wish I could point you to a single source that allowed you to check keywords if they're safe or not without ultimately needing to hit that submit button. Okay. But, uh, it doesn't exist. So the closest thing that I can recommend right now is using a tool like this that will filter out non merch by Amazon products. Cause we want to limit the scope to merch by Amazon. Cause we're really just trying to figure out like if I hit submit and I include these keywords, is it going to let it go, let it through? Or am I going to, you know, did I accidentally include some word that I wouldn't have thought was was a trigger word. I call it a trigger word, like triggering a rejection. I call it a trigger word. Um, so this is how I go about validating it and keep in mind guys. And we'll talk about this more in depth when we go over the day four actually uploading. And we talk more about like content strategy, keywords, you know, search engine optimization for Google and Amazon, by the way. But, um, you know, this is something I really wanted to share, you know, like run your keywords and, and it applies to your brand. It applies to your title. It applies to your bullets. And it applies to your description. So, so I, I'm not saying you have to check all of those keywords, but I'm saying if you are unsure, it never hurts to be extra safe. All right. And that's how I personally go about doing it. <laughs> like it may be excessive, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Like and sometimes that's just, that's just what is required. Uh Brookster, Bookster said late to class tier 10. Um, wait, you made it. And I was saying earlier that I will send out the replay. So everybody can catch the replay if you guys want. Uh, I'll also try to include some of the links that we talked about uh, in this to make it easy on you. Oh, there it is. Yes. My research base. Thank you for that. That is the uh, the better tool. <laughs> better than my, my personal one. Yes. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah. So my research base actually has like all of the products and all the marketplaces. So um, this is this is definitely where you should probably go. Uh, Frank said, how many rejections until you get uh, kicked off the platform? Nobody knows unless you work at Merch by Amazon. I think it's more or less a function of your tier, but also a function of how bad was the rejection? Like I can pretty much guarantee you if you go and submit something that says LeBron James or Kevin Durant, you know, like big famous celebrity athletes, you're going to get like an instant ban probably. Like just, just like that, you're gone. Whereas like if you used to be able to submit the word Aaliyah and then now you can't say the word Aaliyah, you know what I mean? I, I don't think in my experience, like that's going to get you kicked off the platform. All right. So it's, it's, it's still like a gray area. Uh, the last thing that I wanted to talk about is royalties very quickly, guys. Uh, and then we'll go to Q&A for a little bit. So royalties, <laughs> we are all in this to make money. Each product that we sell through Merch by Amazon has a base cost that you cannot go lower than. And the base cost of products actually is subject to change. Like I've been selling on Merch long enough to see multiple times where they have increased the base cost and they've increased the royalty that they capture from our sales. For instance, um, you know, I'm a huge fan of selling standard t-shirts at a $19.99 price point. In, in my experience, like, um, I, I think people don't hesitate to pay $20 for a t-shirt. So I'm comfortable selling it for 20 bucks, you know, 1999 in the past, I used to make $7 and 23 cents royalty per sale at 1999 today. I make, was it, it might've been more, I don't know. It might've been more than 723. I always, now I'm, I'm saying that like now I get 523. So it probably wasn't 723. It was probably like 719 or something. It was something like that. Uh, it was a little bit, it was like $7 and change. Now it's $5.23 when you make a sale at $19.99. So, you know, it's Amazon merch's ecosystem that we sell in. You know, it sucks when we make less money than we used to for doing the same thing. Uh, but, you know, we're kind of at, at their mercy in that regard. So it's worth, uh, it's just worth being aware that uh, the royalty structure it exists in its current form. You can find it here on the resource page. So rather than me trying to read through it, uh, I'm not going to do that, but I will, you know, I'll link to it in the, in the email that I send with the replay. 
there, when you create a product on Merch by Amazon, everybody watching this probably knows, I'm assuming you guys all sell, but they do give us a default price. So it's kind of like them suggesting to us, hey, we suggest selling at this price, right? <laughs> you, you upload a standard t-shirt, they default the price to $19.99. Well, that's kind of like, hey, take a hint, you know? If you sell at $19.99 right here, you'll make $5.23 per sale. Uh, generally speaking, you know, me being in tier 200,000, my personal strategy, I'm not trying to say that everybody should do what I do, but I like to make, if I can, $5, roughly $5 per sale. Uh, in tier 200,000, if you can upload 200,000 products and make one sale a year at $5 profit per sale, you make a million dollars. Now I fell short of a million by a long shot, but that's kind of my general logic. Like instead of me kind of doing what most people do in chasing trends, uh, like I'm not as much into chasing trends. Like I feel like in my tier, I don't really need to, I can just hit a bunch of random, you know, very low competition niches and try to make one sale a year. That's kind of my personal approach. We'll talk more about that next, uh, tomorrow. I'll say next week, tomorrow. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, when we talk more about research specifically. All right. But this is royalties. The royalties change based on the international markets. So if you're going to post products to the international markets, you will need to be kind of familiar with them. Also, you kind of get familiar with converting different currencies to, uh, to USD. So, um, the yen, you know, the euro and the pound sterling to USD. So, all right, let's do a and a really quickly. Uh, not really quickly, but you know, let's take at least, uh, at least, you know, 10, 15 minutes, do a and a So let me pull this up. Uh, let's see, let's see. Now's the time to get your questions in guys. Also, if I missed anything, um, let me know and, uh, I'd be happy to, to elaborate. Um, herd rejections don't matter at all, but who knows, <laughs> you know, I mean, who knows really who knows right for sure like if you get a lot of rejections in tier 10 it matters more than if you get a lot of rejections in tier 200,000 right um but i think the the type of rejection really matters um wish amazon showed impressions views and clicks man amazon is like probably the last company on earth that wants to share any of their data with us that is my personal opinion right i'm not affiliated with amazon so i can speak freely <laughs> I just, they do not want, uh, they, they protect that so much. Like even when you sell through FBA, through seller central, it's like, there is a buyer seller communication and they do what they can to make sure that like, it's like very strictly controlled and we'll never be able to get the customer's contact info and stuff like that. Royalties, huh? As a tier 10 peasant, <laughs> it's too early for me to worry about that. I, I, you know what I do recommend, like we're, we're only together for four days, so it's tough to talk about everything, right? Uh, I do recommend though, if you're in the low tiers, you know, tier 10, tier 25, even tier 100, I do recommend doing what uh, Maddie says here and deferring profitability. And when it comes to pricing your products, not worrying about making money, price at the bottom. And it creates an incentive for customers to choose you over your competition because they're getting a better deal. They're getting, you know, of course, some customers, they see it and they say, oh, well, low price equals low quality without realizing the quality is the exact same because merch is fulfilling all these orders. But that means, you know, merch means nothing to the average customer. Right. And that's where, you know, what Zach was saying would be awesome. If we had, we could make much better, more informed decisions. If we could see impressions that didn't get clicked, if we could see, you know, clicks that didn't result in a add to cart, you know, all those things, but Amazon's pretty tight with their data. If you run ads though, with ads, you get, uh, you get uh, more of that information, you get impressions, you get clicks, et cetera. So ads really is the kind of the key. Uh, is it possible to make a big niche smaller? Um, so there is a concept called sub niching where you take a big niche like Valentine's Day and you find a niche within Valentine's Day that is less competitive. Because if, if a customer just searches Valentine's Day shirt, they're going to see, you know, a million results. And that's hyper competitive for us to compete with. But if we upload a Valentine's Day shirt for grandpa, right? So we're targeting the keywords Valentine's Day shirt for grandpa. All of a sudden, our competition gets drastically reduced. So that's kind of an example. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the collab program? I'm in the collab program. I don't want to confuse people about it. Like Amazon merch 
allows you to submit products that are with kind of like in big brands. Um, like I think Rick and Morty's on the collab, but I don't know how active the collab program is. I haven't been active on there in a long time because I'm scared that like there could be like an algorithmic um, error and like ban my account. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like I'm in the merch collab program. It says I can upload Rick and Morty. I upload Rick and Morty and they say, you can't do this banned. You know what I mean? Like me being on YouTube and whatnot, like I'm just scared to risk my account, but there is such a thing as merch collab. You guys can go to merch.amazon.com slash collab, C-O-L-L-A-B. And uh, you can apply. It's another application, but I haven't been on there in a while. So, you know, don't quote me on it. Um, it, it was kind of like, it just felt dated. Like you're better off going to the Redbubble fan art program in my personal opinion, if you want to sell stuff like that. If you get banned unknowingly, is it possible to get reaccepted? Uh, you, you know, I, I'm not really sure. I can't speak to that from firsthand experience. Um, I would imagine it is, though. I would imagine so. If I get a few sales on a shirt and then the sales die off, should I keep the design up or move on? I would keep it up, yeah. And you can do things like, um, you know, re reprice it, you know, like maybe drop the price. Um, check if somebody stole your design and just undercut you. Cause that does happen. Unfortunately, maybe go and report that design again. Like we have four days together, you know, we could probably do like a month straight of, of live streams because of how nuanced a lot of the answers to these questions are, uh, you know, but yeah, there's a way to report. There's a reporting mechanism. So if somebody does steal your design and undercut you, you just report them to Amazon, they'll get removed and, uh, hopefully your sales pick back up. Should you use one brand name for your products like Jerry shirts or break it up to Jerry's Christmas shirts, Jerry's beach shirts. It's a good question. I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer. I had seen a study in the past that ran a split test, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like super in depth. And uh, in their split test, they were seeing better results doing, well, actually, I guess the split test was really including primary keywords in the brand versus not. And they had better results by doing the primary keywords in the brand. So if you're going to do Jerry shirts and you're uploading Christmas and beach shirts and you did add the extra keyword, I think that's probably best, but uh, it's nuanced. I mean, I don't really know for sure. You know, the Amazon algorithm is, it's policing a catalog of like a hundred million products. So, I mean, who really, who really knows it's tough. You know, you can run your own tests and try to figure it out. Um, but it, it could also change overnight. You know, they update the algorithm, then something changes. And then, you know, I have 10 sales and one review, but I can't get to tier 25. I think you'll be okay. Uh, in, in this time of year, November, December, into January. I mean, January is not really that time of year anymore, but really the end of year Q4, they tend to, um, in my experience, right? Like I don't work for Amazon, but I tend to see them like slow down with letting new sellers in slow down with, um, they've even frozen our ability to upload new products in the past and they've lowered our submissions temporarily. So this time of year, they get very like bogged down. I think they may have just like held off on tear ups. That's why I like joining a Facebook community. Um, I think they're putting a, a group together for pretty merch. So you guys will hear about that uh, whenever it's ready. And like joining community like that is a great way of like keeping up with uh, when the tier ups were, you know, that's how, you know, you missed a tier up. Cause how else would you know? You didn't, how would you know you missed a wave of tier ups, right? Uh, when you join a community, you can see other people celebrating. So kind of a sad day they're celebrating getting teared up <laughs> and you're like, why didn't I get teared up? Um, do you use Amazon ads? Yeah. I don't know if there's enough time to talk in-depth ad strategy on this one. Um, maybe in the future, you know, uh, if pretty merch wants to invite me back or something like that. Um, I do, you know, on, on YouTube as well, if you want to check out my channel, talk some somewhat about ads, but I do advertise. Yeah. And, um, there's definitely like, there are people who do merch full-time. Like I do it more or less part-time. Uh, and when you do it full-time, you're going to spend a lot of time in ads because that's really the key to unlocking like massive, massive levels of success versus just kind of good success, but not great success. I would say that's my, in my personal opinion in tier 10 trending keywords. Uh, I would just recommend following big trends. I do a weekly video on my YouTube channel. I would just check that out every Sunday. Are you going to talk about people moving from tier 20 K to hundred all about lower tiers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, today was more or less about low tier help. And I mean, really what we covered today affects everybody. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk more advanced stuff like tomorrow, the day after the day after if you get banned, can you get reaccepted? Yeah, I think we covered that. I think you can, but I'm not sure in tier 10. Do you think it's better to upload 10 products of the same niche? My personal opinion in tier 10 is to double 
triple, quadruple down on what works. You can sell in 10 different niches, but if you get two sales in one niche, I would happily delete a product in a niche where I'm getting zero sales and upload another design in the niche where I just got two sales. That's my personal opinion. I've done that in the past, by the way, and experienced like good success with it. So, I mean, I can, it actually did work. It's not just in theory for me. Uh, Denise needs an invite to ads. I think tier 500, I've seen people starting to get invites to ads. So good luck. Do you use Pinterest to market your shirts? Excellent source of traffic. Uh, I don't personally, but you know, Pinterest can be good. I, I had, um, Pinterest integrated with my Etsy shop so that every time a listing renewed on Etsy, it would go to Pinterest. Um, you can do cool stuff like that. Um, I don't think I have a day to cover ads, Paul. I mean, again, though, I, I do appreciate like this reading these comments, like I can always restructure the next four days and try to fit in at least maybe like 20 minutes for ads. We can talk. Um, I've created a few designs, but my shirts are not showing anywhere in search results. I have proper keyword research. Joe, the best thing to do to confirm that it's indexed is to grab the ASIN, which I think you can just manage. Well, view your listing on the front end, which you can get to from your dashboard on merch. Grab the ASIN from the URL. I think it starts with like B0 and uh, search for the full ASIN in Amazon search. And if it gets, if you see it that way, that means it's indexed. So best way to upload faster, you know, there's a throttling mechanism now in place. Um, I uploaded like, over 13,000 products myself manually back in the day. But I used to have like nine tabs open in my web browser and I would just kind of use keyboard shortcuts to cy uh, cycle through them all. And I would get like a bunch of uploads done very quickly, but you can't do that anymore. Um, Cause they didn't, I guess they didn't want people like spamming the, the Amazon servers. So it's really tough to get a lot of uploads done very quickly now. Cause they literally built a mechanism in to prevent that. Etsy or eBay for print on demand. I would say Etsy hundred percent over eBay. Not that you can't make money on eBay, but Etsy, uh, I was more successful on. Is it possible to fulfill orders on my website sales with Merch by Amazon automated? That would be automating the checkout on amazon.com, which I don't think you can do, but I've never tried. You know, the, the fact that it's fulfilled by Merch by Amazon doesn't change anything. It would still be fulfilling from the front end of Amazon's website. How did you manage your time every day? Um, it literally, my strategy evolved with my tier. Uh, so tier 10 was easy. 25 was easy. Tier 100 was still for me easy. I sit at a computer all day, by the way, even when I had my day job, like, so it's a little bit easier when that's the case. But when I was in tier 500, it actually got hard. Cause then I had to start like making sacrifices. Like I told myself I wasn't going to go to sleep until I had maxed out my daily uploads. So I had a couple nights where I lost a little bit of sleep, which I'm not a fan of. I love sleeping. <laughs> so, um, and then you just kind of evolve your strategy as you go. So. Had the collab thing happen to me, got approved, and then got rejected. Yeah, I I have never gotten one through. I only tried um, once or twice with like Neil deGrasse Tyson shirts. Super random, but um, that one looked like he was his team was active in there, so I at least had like graphic resources that, that they said were okay to use. Um, so I tried to upload a pop socket and a shirt, and like neither of them got through, and they don't even say why. So. Yeah, Alexander, the outline, and I'll include it in the email, the follow-up, but it was really to talk about tomorrow research because you have to do research before you then design. So then I was going to talk about design, and then we we're going to talk about uploading because that's kind of the order that you would do it in. And when I say uploading, I mean like SEO optimized uploads and whatnot. Tier 10, do you think better upload 10? Pro yeah, we answered that. Did you show my question? Recommend having the products at the lowest possible increase after a sale. Uh, yeah, you can definitely do that. I mean, it's, it's nuanced again. Cause it's like, if you're uploading to a niche and it's you and like four other products, um, that's not much competition, right? So you can still just price it at, at whatever you want to price it at initially. If it's low competition, if it's high competition, you probably do want to price low and at least lock in that first sale and then increase the price. Like I've done it both ways. I stopped doing it though. You know, I make a lot of, I mean, it's all relative. I make a decent number of sales a day where I, I didn't, I didn't want to go in because if you do that, you have to be more active in your merch account. Uh, so like I would be doing it at night before I go to bed and I'd be like losing sleep because of the throttling mechanism that merch by Amazon builds in where I can't even go in and like edit my listings and increase the price without the throttling kicking in. And what takes it, it ends up taking like 20, 30 minutes when it should take like, maybe not that long. Let's just say 15, 20 when it should take like three minutes to just edit, increase price, submit, edit, increase price, submit. So. Um, we'll have another uh, chance to do the Q and a too, guys. So let's just kind of wrap this up. 
Um, unknown brand, text-based design, safe for me. Am I able to use their quotes? Again, I would just kind of go through the process of uh, trying to validate your keywords before you submit. Made a lot of sales in New Year 2022, but it's not working. Should I remove it? I would keep it, honestly. It's weird, but sometimes you make sales that are like, like not relevant anymore, but people still buy. Amazon's huge. The, the reach is huge. The number of people that shop there is huge. So I would keep it. Do you have any tips on getting the offer to run ads? I think it's just tier 500 and then eventually they'll get you in there. Clarify tier up system after the update. Um, I only know that I, it's been a long time since I got tiered up. So I only know what I see in like Facebook groups and stuff. Uh, all right. I think we're almost good with the questions. Could I do my own design? Not trendy, but good quality. Do you think it'll get sales? For sure. For sure. The cool thing about Amazon is the BSR, which we'll talk more about tomorrow when we do research helps you validate how well products are selling on specific keywords without you even selling. You know what I mean? So it's really valuable that they, that they uh, display that helium 10 for choosing best low competition keywords for the listing. Uh, you can do that. I know people that use it that have had success with it. Um, it's really, you know, up to you, I guess. Like, there, I don't like the mindset of like, oh, if I had just had the right keywords, I would have made so much more money. You know, it tends not to be the case. Uh, like, if you run an auto ad campaign to a product, like Amazon will also figure out the most valuable keywords for you. That's the proper way of doing it. Like Helium 10 is also guessing to an extent, um, but they do a good job of aggregating and making good suggestions. Uh, still a few Christmas sales. You never know. So yeah, still people are buying Christmas. Oh, tier 100 has advertised. All right. So Daniela got lucky, lucky, lucky. Thank you for sharing that, by the way. I didn't know that was possible. All right. All right, guys. Um, that's, I think we did pretty good today. Uh, as I wrap up, I did want to just mention, uh, as we wrap up the live stream that, you know, this was put together by pretty merch and, if you guys are not checking out Pretty Merch Pro, Pretty Merch Pro Plus, we did uh, put together a discount code for you guys in attendance that you can use if you would like to upgrade. It's in the description beneath this video. And tomorrow, the day after, and the day after, uh, we'll be utilizing Pretty Merch uh, a little bit more. You know, the Pro functionality, the Pro Plus functionality, especially tomorrow. We're doing the research stuff, and they just integrated a research tool into the app. So it's one click away and you can see all the best selling t-shirts, which is especially useful in the lower tiers. My personal opinion, I think your time is best spent uh, selling in the lower tiers guys. So I uh, did want to mention that shout out to uh, pretty merch for inviting me to, uh, to do this. And guys, as Teresa just said, uh, I will see you tomorrow with another live stream uh, so, and I will also email out the replay and some links to the stuff we covered, but anyways, guys, have a great day. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.